I'm wrestling, you're not weak for me. Celebrate what I am. Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life. I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 107 of the T-Rome Funky Show, brought to you as always by Defense Soap, Defend What You Have Built, and Dalmer Mats. Tommy, what's going on on this happy Mother's Day? Nothing much, man, but you know, between me and you, our our wives have seven children, so we've probably had a busy day of paying homage to the motherland. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually <laughs> went to a wrestling camp this, this morning. Uh, and I took my daughter to practice in the afternoon, uh, but we did hang out in between and after those things. So, and I took our wow. I took our five month old this morning. So you know, let her get a little extra sleep, that kind of there thing. There you go, baby. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, I guess Good Mother's Day. I was uh, I was actually in Columbus, although I did not see you on uh, Friday. Um, had a good. That, 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 I bet a lot of people think that's ridiculous and it is and it's my fault just too busy but <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad you were able to do the things that you came to do Absolutely. which had nothing to do with visiting with me so yeah um it had nothing to do with you tommy nothing at all you know <laughs> your counterpart jesse uh he's dynamic he's got a lot of energy he's got a lot of passion and uh you know i will tell you uh me and Jesse talked right away when I got there. I got, I got there right away in the morning, and then he had to go do something. And I, I, hit, I needed to knock out a little bit of work on my computer, and I was just kind of listening to the vibe of the office, you know? Yeah. And it was just such a good vibe. I don't know. You can you, you know you can tell that some people are talking when they enjoy being somewhere and they enjoy something they're doing? Right. That was the right. vibe I got. So I was like, you know, I feel that when I, when I go to flow, too. I just feel like a really good vibe. Uh, so yeah. yeah. It was good to feel that. No, I, I agree. I, I I stop by there about once, once or twice a month, and I get the same same feeling. So I'm, I'm happy you feel that way. That means a lot. But yeah, it's a lot a lot of big plans, a lot of things that we're excited about. It's you know everything's in front of us. So I think those those young employees, you know, they really feel like because they are they're on an adventure. So it's a good energy when you're around them. Yeah. Uh, so I got the shoe, Tommy. It's fantastic. Uh, am I allowed to talk about it at all or no? I mean, yeah, I think you can talk about what you think of it. Well, I'm know. just I'm gonna give you straight up feedback. <laughs> let's go, let's go. I got no complaints. Uh, so you guys <laughs> use this Jesse, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't know the freaking technical term. Jesse's talking about all these technical terms. I'm just like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm just gonna tell you how it feels. You use some kind of like elastic type of material on there, and um, but it's like strong still. And man, it feels it feels like I'm not wearing a shoe. It feels like like a strong sock of some sort. It's totally yeah, awesome. No, I worked out in them once, and it was a kids club two weeks ago. So I it I didn't put much stress on them, but I cut it loose, uh, wrestled hmm. the kids for about thirty minutes, hit hard shots, shadow wrestling on my own, and and I was it's one workout, you know, for me. Yeah. I know we've had other people, other other people have 
wear tested it for quite some time now, but uh, I'm 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 really happy with it, and so I'm hoping that the wrestling community is happy with it too. So I, f- I feel like they're going to be. I had to uh, I had to make everyone at my wrestling practice today sign an NDA. <laughs> 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 I did catch a couple people t- trying to take pictures. Of them. I said, "Freaking no pictures, knock it off." That's right. I had That's to put right. the hammer That's... down on them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we got a big week of wrestling. A very big week of wrestling. And I know that we're going to start talking, and we're not even going to come close to be able to talk about, talk about everything that's going to happen. So we might as well just get going. Um, so we got the World Team Trials, the Junior World Team Trials, the Women's World Team Trials. But before all of that, we have the Beat the Streets on Thursday, um, New York City. I don't believe they're hosting it. Uh, I, should, I should have done my research. They're not hosting it uh, at Times Square this year no it's at pure, i believe it's at pure pure 17 maybe um yeah. it's down in it's across the way from hoboken in lower manhattan um God. so still a very iconic location but not not in the center of the universe times square new york yeah um so okay, we got a good line, it, we got a really good lineup though i yeah, i'll tell you one other thing that's amazing to me is that what's that Beat the streets to me still seems very new, very um, trendy. This is the eighth year. I was I was just thinking about that earlier today, Tommy. I saw I saw a picture. I actually wrestled in 2010. I don't know if you knew that. Um, and I was thinking, no, I didn't know. Dang, it's been eight years. And I think they started. Oh, yeah. I think they started beat the streets a couple years before that. So really, beat the streets. You're totally right. It seems totally new and trendy, but it, dang, it's been almost a decade. I guess we're just getting old. Yeah, no. I mean, the, on top of the fact that, you know, we talk about Beat the Streets, you know, because it's a cool event that everyone watches. But, I mean, Mike Novogratz and a lot of other people in New York, they've earned a lot of money and basically uh, transcended the sport in, in the inner city in, in the greater New York area. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Flo, Flo ran through some numbers uh, on one of their podcasts about how many new – High school programs, wrestlers, you know X, Y, and Z that beat the streets has done it, and I I can't come off them on top of my head, but it's it's a gigantic number. So yeah, kudos to them. Um, something that you know I thought would spread a little faster. It hasn't been able to spread that fast. I think they got beat the streets, Philly, Baltimore, and Chicago, and maybe L. A. I I think of the the five cities. I know they're talking about bringing it to Milwaukee. Those are the big. I mean, they're the beat the streets, Columbus, Ohio. There but is? I think the ones you. Yeah, but I think I the ones know. you mentioned actually have a pretty impressive uh, history of, of getting things done. Okay, got it. I, so maybe there are more. I just don't know about them because they're not they're just not quite big enough. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess the big match that ev- that everyone's talking about, and I, listen, I might sound like an idiot. I've I've been an idiot before, but I also have made a lot of good calls. I don't think Burroughs versus Chimizo is that close. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it, Ben either. Um, everything Chimizo does, Burroughs does better. Yeah, he's bigger. Yes, and, <laughs> and he's bigger, and he goes. You know, he goes through people. I mean, when's the last time you've seen someone funk Jordan Burroughs? It just, it just doesn't happen. And I, and I realize how good Frank Chimizo is in those positions. I get it, but Burroughs is just. So good to his finishes, so crisp. And, you know, he does a lot of things that are very hard to scramble out of. The down block, go-behinds, 
the the low ankles attacking, you know, he goes one ankle and then he attacks the other ankle, the double legs, all that stuff is so hard to scramble out of it. You know, I feel what I what I feel like is I feel like Chimizo gonna Chimizo. He's gonna be cocky. He's gonna let Burroughs get into some of those shots. You know, like last year he was kind of playing around with Jordan Oliver and you know, and Oliver made it a very competitive match. But when you if you're going to try to do those type of things against Jordan Burroughs, it's not gonna work out very well for you. It's just not. Right. And no, all, all yeah, all Burroughs needs is, you know, his 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 shot to lace transition is so good. All he needs is one. It's not like he needs five. I mean, if he hits so, one, so I think Burroughs is going to win. I'm with you. But but sometimes Burroughs kind of respects his opponents a little too much and just wins. Really? Wins. Sometimes. I mean, I, I feel like he's done that before. I feel like, uh, I don't really feel, I mean, that, that one streak he went on where that was like two years where he was just freaking destroying everyone was one of the most impressive streaks ever. And then, really, you know, really since then, we have we've seen his offense slow down a little bit. We talked about that last year. And, you know, and Dake's been able to shut him down. But Dake did what someone needs to do to beat Jordan Burroughs. He did nothing. You know what I'm saying? He stood in great position. He didn't give anything up. And he made it, he made it a, a dogfight, a very close match. That, but that's not what Chimizo's going to do. And no. That's no. why, I, you know, I feel like Chimizo's going to try to get wide open with it. And that, that's going to play right into Burroughs' hands. He's gonna get a takedown. He's gonna. There's a very good chance he's gonna get a takedown to the lace transition, and he's gonna rack a whole bunch of points up. Yeah. What's the what? what are they weighing in? And if so, what's the weight? I think they're wrestling 74 kg. I mean, Chimizo is. Chimizo said he's bumping up, so this is you know the first time we're gonna get to see them wrestle, but I don't think it's gonna be the last time. I, you know, I think he's established the fact that there's no way he's making um, 65 kg in the 2020 Olympics. Uh, which right. is what two two plus years away, you know, and that's that man. That is such. A, uh, I was just thinking. I, I love that they add these new weight classes time, but I was just thinking about you know when, when we get to that Olympic year now, two years away, how many good people we're having some of, uh, some of these Olympic weight classes. It's gonna be so ridiculous. It's gonna be so ridiculous. You know, I, every country's got to feel the same way, though. Oh, I I, I, I totally agree. So it's like we're always going to say this, and obviously that 65 kg, 74 kg is where it's most likely to be just super stacked. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's be wild for sure. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to get off track, but we always do. So forget it. Think about 74. <laughs> think about 74 kg in in 2020. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, this is likely yeah. best. Bur- Burroughs, greatest of all time. Dake, Imar, Deringer, uh, James Green is going to come up, multiple-time world medalist. Mark Hall, junior world champion. Um, and then, you know, you got, like, Nazar Klachitsky. He's ranked in the world. He's going to be there. I mean, that's right. Deringer, probably going to go down. He's ranked in the world. Man, that's like, Nolf is going to be there. Maybe Vincenzo. Yeah, got, what the got, freak? Got, you got Nolf, uh, Vincenzo, Joseph. Uh, might be a four-time national champion at that time. Um, who else do we got here? That, I mean, that, that's him. like we named nine of them. That, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. It is wild. Vincenzo Joseph, four-time NCAA champion, is going to be like a ten seed for sure in yeah. that Olympic oh, ab- trial. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I know you said there's a possibility. I, I don't see Joseph winning four titles. 
I just don't. I don't know. He had Imar's number, and he always he always steps up in nationals, but he has not been super dominant through the year, the, through the seasons. So I, I, I'm I, calling no I, four titles there. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, okay. and I would probably say, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But Ben, what? Um, he's he's already proven he can do it twice. Sure, so, you yeah, know so he's got a chance. Imar won. Imar won his first two, and then didn't win his last two. Sure didn't. You know, I'm our lost three times in college. That's incredible. And two, yeah, two were in state finals. Um, you want to know something else incredible? Uh, uh, Tommy, should I be bothered by the fact that we can never stay on topic? Because I'm, I'm looking at this beat the streets on my computer and thinking we should be talking about this, but whatever. Uh, I saw we had Jason Nolf, and Jason Nolf was doing a camp in Wisconsin. I said, can you come in early and do a clinic with us? And uh, I brought him out. We went and we, we chainsawed on my property. We pushed some trees down and then we went and wrestled. And it was a blast, right? Right. But I was talking about, I think this is going to be, this is a super fascinating topic. I was talking about in that when Iowa went on the run in the 80s, like late 70s, 80s, early 90s, how many Division One head coaches they pumped out? Okay. It was a, it was a right. mind blowing number. Um, right. And then if you think in the last 15 years, uh, they haven't really had any head coaches come out of there. And right. now if you think right. you think about Penn State, okay, and you think about what's going to happen there. So, you know, you got Kaylee, you got Cody, you got uh, Casey Cunningham, you got Jake Varner, Olympic champion, is your volunteer assistant, okay? That's right. That's, That's right. Mind-blowing. But now these guys are starting yeah. to come out. Like David Taylor's out and he's been competing. He's going to want to coach at some point. Then you're going to have he's Zane. Be a head coach. There's no doubt about. Yeah, it. Yeah, but then you got Zane and Nolf and Mark Hall and Vincenzo. I mean, where are these guys all going to go? Bo Nickel. Yeah, they're going to be head coaches at other places. Yes, man. and so that Penn they're State, that Penn State philosophy, place. the secrecy that he is keeping is gonna, it's gonna get out. It's gonna be awesome. I, I think I'm a big fan of what they're doing. I think it's gonna get out. You know, I think Ohio State. Because if it weren't for Penn State's dominance, Ohio State might have about four four team titles by now. Yeah, they, would, and they definitely would. I think they're starting to get in, into that. You got Tom Ryan, Jaggers, Delagnev, and they're just they're 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 not the same as Penn State. But you got now yeah. you got Snyder, Steber. This, do those Thomas guys want to coach? I know Steber does. I think Snyder wants to wrestle for so long yeah. that he keeps thinking that way. It's I know Thomas Sell wrestled uh, to twenty thirty six or something, something insane. Yeah, Bo Joe Jordan coaching in college. I saw that. Uh, I thought he was going to take over the Graham dynasty. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. There's a lot of Jordan boys, and who knows? So, how many is there? Um, there's three on. There's three of Jeff's. Three. Rocky's on his way in Ohio State. Okay. And Mick has one more year, and then Bo just graduated. Okay, got it. Um, okay, back to beat. let's go back to beat the streets. So we got Chimizo Burrows. We we put it down on that. Um, the other main event, if you will, would be uh, Togrul Askarov and and Jordan Oliver. What do you think about this match? I think it'll be a great one. Um, I mean, Oliver's been chirping free J.O., free J.O. for the past couple months. So, you know, he's training up in Ithaca with Dake. He pushed Chimizo to the limit last year. Hey, when he tested positive, Ben, was yeah. he a U.S. Open champion when he did? Yeah. Was that, yeah. Remember he had the very controversial match against Zane Rutherford where they gave the correct throw points? 
Right. That was what won him. Right. That was what won him that U.S. Open. Uh, I believe that was a semi. And then, I think he beat Molinaro in the finals. And he, te- he tested positive at you know and they test you after you win, so he tested positive at the U.S. Open. And that was why it was so controversial because it was a it was a one year suspension from that date, which was like one day past this year's U.S. Open. And so right. he couldn't compete in this year's U.S. Open by one day, which was his last opportunity to uh, qualify for World Team Trials. So essentially, it was a two-year suspension, not a one-year. Which is mind-blowing. Which is mind-blowing. Cause I don't believe it. I, you know, you know me. I, I'm heavy on. I want the drug testing to be as strict as possible. And, you know, I don't think that many people in America, in United States, America, and wrestling are cheating um, with PEDs. I mean, Russia, obviously, they're cheating their ass off. Um, but I'm really strict on it. And, you know, I want the MMA guys. But Oliver, it may seem like some really weird circumstances that he got popped for. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was right now. I don't even really know the backstory. Okay, hold on. I'm going to read it for you. Jordan Burroughs. Jordan Burroughs. Yeah, right. Jordan Oliver accepts doping sanction. It was, I believe it was some type of amphetamine. Um, or stimulants, and it was supposed to be in like some pre-workout stuff that he was using. Okay. Something to that effect, you know, but it was like, he, yeah, I don't know, and that's, you saw it, I mean, you gotta be careful, you gotta watch your back. That's I told people, I barely even took protein supplements because I was worried about <laughs> testing positive. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep. Yeah, those are two good marquee matches, then you got some other good ones. Yeah, Helmer Ross oh. versus the, uh, Oh my God! I'm messing up. What country is she from? Nigeria. World no silver idea. medalist. Okay, I believe, no clue. I believe she's from Nigeria. Anyways, um, and then we got some Cuban versus American matches. Uh, okay, well let's talk about the world team trust. I, I think you and I are both more excited about that. Um, I, I was thinking about this, Tommy. I, I a lot of people are confused by the final X thing. I am, on the other hand, very excited about the final X, but I do feel as though that the three events, meaning the Open, the Trials, and the final X, within essentially six weeks of each other, is too much. And so I don't know why that you can't do one event, which then leads into the final X. I I agree. I think that that the process is going to end up being really good i think it's even good right now but the ending part is the part that i think we've got figured out <laughs> you know yeah. i think this up this three-week extravaganza where it gives you lead time to promote matchups there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit to it and in, in the streaming platform and flow wrestling and track and everything in between is what has provided this type of coverage that we can actually pretend that we're you know um boxing you know the hbo hbo boxing lead-ins and stuff like that and so i think it's a good thing but getting to that point it's a little bit convoluted it's hard to understand hard to follow um a lot of people are cracking on it to me it's just and we said this ben i don't know if you remember but we said this in in the in the fall we like it we think it's good it's certainly not going to go perfect and one thing that i think we're realizing and everyone else is as it's happening is that it's just too much it's too much the, the three events are too much yeah, yeah. not not the three final X's but the open the trials and then that's the correct because some of these guys I mean some of these guys say I, Isaiah Martinez 
Um, oh no, he's not. He's a terrible example because he is sitting out to final X right now. No, no, he's not. I'm correct. Isaiah Martinez, because that's Burroughs' weight, so Burroughs is sitting out to final X. He's gonna have to make weight at the Open. He's making weight at the Trials, and he's making weight to final X. All within essentially six weeks of each other. That that's just too much. I mean, it's really too much to ask, in my opinion. Yep. Um, I I got another thing for you, Ben. What's that? So this is just an idea, and it's kind of off topic, but not. So I and I talked to Kyle Snyder about this, but I was thinking, you know, how can we continue to keep significance with the U.S. Open? But if you're a returning world medalist, you're incentivized to not participate in the U.S. Open. Yeah, and and, and, we'll, and other people who qualify other ways for the trials aren't right. The Open. And I think I think it sh- I think the U.S. Open should be the only the only event that and everybody so so yes. so everybody has everybody has to enter in it, including returning world medalists and the two final. The 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 the, the t- two finalists from the um, U.S. Open go to the final X with a promotional thing, you know, six weeks after the Wait, fact. So you're not gonna and give I, you're not gonna give the world medalists a buy. I'm gonna what what I'm gonna give them is I'm during the U.S. Open they get a mulligan, one mulligan at Wait, any point. In what the does tournament. that mean? What is that? You've never golfed before. Yeah, but would they lose a match? They get to re-wrestle it. They get to re-wrestle. Oh, hell so, no, Tommy. That is that is fine. mind-blowingly convoluted. No, no, no. No. Out, dude. So Logan Steber okay, gets a rematch so, against Ironman? No, because he wasn't a world medalist, Ben. Okay, let's say he was. Does he get a mulligan? That's ridiculous. No. Well, a, a buy is the same thing, dude. No. A buy is the same thing. A buy. They, they get to skip. Yeah, but what if they, they lose like in the quarterfinals? I mean, then what? Then you stop the whole tournament and re-wrestle the quarterfinal match? Well, here's the thing, so Ben. So then any that random that... dude's got to beat them twice? That's crazy. Ben, they don't have to beat them at all. If you're a returning world medalist, you're automatically in the final X. So yeah. I'm saying put, the guy, okay put them in the damn thing. Then a, a put them in the mulligan? Just give them mulligan. That way they, get, oh. they, they are incentivized to place at the world's. You know, they, they get a little bit of a benefit to prop themselves into the final X. Um, but no, but no, no mulligans. Well, OK, so I, I can deal with you not liking it for sure. OK, what did because Kyle say? I, but but I what I can deal with you saying it's unfair. Ben, that's more fair than the buy. Well, I don't feel like it is. I feel like they earned that spot, and now someone else, okay, and then someone else is going to win, right? And so there's going to be one person versus the other person, and it's the best two out of three. You got to win two out of three. Now, someone say, okay, so say the, obviously the return medalist will be the one seed, right, Tommy? Right. Okay, so if you're the eight seed, you're like, damn it, I want to be the seven seed, or maybe the 10 seed, or the six seed. I don't want to be the eight seed, because if I get the one seed in the quarters and I beat him, then I gotta beat him again. Think and think about how unfair that is to the number eight seed. That say he beats the number one seed, has the match of his life, beats him, comes back, loses to him again, and then has to go in the wrestle back to place. Here's the thing, Ben. That's rude. That's if just he rude. Make, if he makes the if he makes the final X, he's got to beat him twice anyway. But yeah, but you see what I'm saying about the rest of the tournament. It messes I up agree the rest with of the, I mean, because. 
Hey, hey, okay, if it loses in the finals, I or they okay. would they would wrestle so, the finals. Yeah, so it's not perfect. Maybe it's a little dumb what I just said. <laughs> but, but what I'm but but I hate the fact that the U.S. Open is just whatever. Well, what if I hate, Tommy? I mean, well, this year, like we talked about it, part of it was that all these people are sitting out to the trials, and so what if you just did away with the trials or called the Open the trials? I don't care what one way or the other. That becomes one event. The winner of that and or the finalists of that go to Final X. Winning the winner uh, yeah, if there's a World totally Battle Class. I still, I still don't like that our absolute best guys don't compete in the U.S. Nationals. Well, how else can you give them a leg up besides that? Because obviously you want that guy. And I don't, don't bring the mulligan back. I'm not doing the mulligan. I'm not, you, you convinced me. <laughs> um, but I do I agree. Know. I mean, listen, I, I I agree with you to the extent that I would love to see uh, those guys wrestling in the U.S. Open. I would I would absolutely love to see that. But I just don't know that you're going to find a way to do that. Because if you say, okay, well, um, I mean, how else do you give them a leg up? Well... Back when you and I wrestled in our day, Ben, you, you still had day. you had to enter in the U.S. Open, and if you won the U.S. Open, you you, you had a buy in the trials. And the world medalists got no benefit. I mean, if well, you want to say the world medalists get no benefit, I, frankly, I am okay with that. And I I think I get that these guys pro- prove themselves. But if you're that good, and you're going to medal at the worlds. Then you know, if we have someone domestically that can beat them. I'm kind of okay with that, Tommy. I, I really am. I mean, if we're that deep domestically that our, that our world medals are getting beat, I can be good with that. You and I both know this is true, that there are certain American wrestlers that do particularly well against international competition, but yeah. one, or two or three, one or two or three Americans know the secret sauce on how to yeah. – you know, take a win out of these guys. And so at the end of the day, I understand the premise of this is that it is a, it is a wrestle off to be the American representative. So you can, you can insulate your, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be a 100% democratic process to make the team. Now you don't want to get away from the ethos of the sport, which is, you know, if you win, you're the guy. Yeah. So you maintain that, but this is a tryout. And so, yes, American wrestling, USA wrestling is trying to create the best methodology to give them the greatest chance to get the best American representative the, the, the highest probable amount of times possible. And so I don't like like some of the real old schoolers think it's thinks it's bad. I don't think it's necessarily bad. I mean, you mean that, that guy sitting out? Yeah, I don't think it's bad, especially when he does good. I, I don't think it's bad. But, but to your point, they did away with it. I wouldn't. I'd be I okay with it. Super, I could be okay with it too. I agree. Do you know how they used to so, do it? Like way, way, way back when, Tommy. What's that? Do you know how they used to do the system way, way, way back when? Like long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You had to like freaking start everybody two out of three, like all the way on up. Yeah, it's crazy, right? That, that is like mind blowing. Yep. 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 Um, all right, let's go try. Wait, 
so yeah, I, I could be okay with either way. If it, if it stays the way it is, I'm good. Uh, I, but I would like to see only definitely two, two, definitely two events, not three. Definitely two events, not three, um, because you're just having too many people sit out of the open, and it's a little too confusing. It, it's pretty damn simple if you say World Medals and Final X, Finalist Video Open, go to Final X. That's pretty simple for everybody to understand. Right, I like that. Okay. Um, all right. I know that's kind of doing with a tradition that you're doing with either the trials or the open. But essentially, the final X becomes your trial, so whatever. Um, all right, USO. Uh, sorry, oh my gosh, World Team Trials, fifty-seven kg. No Spencer Lee. Do you think he's I'm hurt? Depressed. You think just I'm made... depressed. I want to see him wrestle. I know. Do you it, think he's hurt, or do you think they were just being strategic about him? I don't even know what. Uh, I talked to someone that's fairly in the know, and they were very ambiguous about it. I couldn't get so, any answers. I couldn't get any good answers. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I you know listen. I thought there was a decent probability that that Spencer Lee was the guy this year. I really did. I mean, I'm interested. To, if he's not hurt, then is it Brand saying you know you're gonna have to train like an animal through October, um, and that could compromise your college season? But I don't think Brand thinks that way. Um, well, do you think they've already? I mean, obviously, Spencer Lee and uh, Thomas Gilman have to wrestle each other sometimes in the Iowa room, so we have to have a pretty good idea how that goes, don't we? Are they yeah, not, obviously not me and you, but there's people in the room that know how that goes. Yeah, that's right. That's so, I mean, who knows? Maybe Gilman's kicking. Maybe I'm off. Maybe Gilman kicks his butt, and they said this just isn't his year. Yeah, it's time. You think? I don't know. But they, I honestly don't know. It, I, for some reason, I don't think he's hurt. Okay. But then you would think, if, if you would think that if if Gilman could really beat him, no problem, right? That you would want Spencer Lee to wrestle the trials. That way... You get to Gilman. You get to Gilman. That way Gilman's the guy, as opposed to him having to go through Tony Ramos or Dayton Fix... Um, I don't know. I think that's what you would want. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It's interesting, right? Yeah, it's very interesting. I would like to. I, if I knew Spencer better, I would maybe give him, give him a text I, and ask him. There is, I, I think there I is. Well. I, think, I think there is, though, a little bit of an element. I think that Bo Nickel and Mark Hall are doing this a little bit. And Spencer Lee, and these guys that actually have a chance to make some noise in the Olympic trials. Is that you know you need you need to get your break in now because yeah. when the season when the season ends next March, it's going to be a sprint to twenty twenty until Tokyo's over. Yeah, and so I mean I could see Brand sit him down saying Spencer, you, you know you need to always be ready, always be training this summer, but it's probably better that you you know take it to, take your mind on a reset type of deal because once college season starts next year, you're not stopping until Tokyo's over with, which is a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, it, and it so, really is. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. So, yeah, to your point, um, you know, that's a good thought, but that, that that's given that, Tommy, that's given that they make the 2019 team and then they make the 2020 team, 
right? I mean, but if, because if you don't make twenty, if you don't make the twenty nineteen team, you're gonna take some time off after that. Yeah, but if you're Spencer Lee, if you're Spencer Lee, you're you're probably thinking you're gonna make the team in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, so sure, I don't disagree with you there. Okay, so, yeah, I, I don't disagree. So you got Fix versus Ramos. Man, I, I know I said it on the open. T- Ramos did less than nothing in that match. F- you know, Fix was really pushing the, pushing the pace. The one, the one takedown Ramos did get was off of Dayton Fix's. He snapped him into his own legs, didn't move his feet yeah. enough. Um, yep. Yeah, so you know that match. I don't know. I, I could. I guess I could see it going either way. I could see Ramos being able to shut him down again, and I could also see Fix getting an early takedown and throwing the leg in, getting the trap arm, and, and gutting him out. I I, I don't see Ramos um, winning by a wide margin. I, I it, you know again, which you know obviously is is likely. I think it's going to be similar. A similar controlling, kind of smother smother the match. I, I can see fixed. Oh, he needs to open the match up, and it's a lot easier said than done, especially when you're 19 years old. But yeah, I think if he opens the match up in the beginning, it'll play to his strengths. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I think you know if he scores an early takedown, it's kind of downhill. I think if he gets on top, I think he can turn if he gets on top. I think he's that good on top. And um, that's not one of Ramos's strong suits. Obviously, we saw Daniel Dennis turn him a whole bunch with a gut wrench. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think those are the those are your main two contenders at that weight class. Um, Sixty one. We got Joe Cologne sitting out till final X. So uh, the group that is chasing him is fairly large. I think Nishan Garrett's probably I don't know the leader in the clubhouse. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, but it's it's a it's a crapshoot of guys that haven't really, um, you know, been on the been on the world team. Uh, has any of these guys been on the world team? Um, you, no, they have not because uh, so we're gonna have well, let's see. Twenty seventeen, Logan was the guy, and obviously he's up weight class. Who was the guy at this weight in twenty fifteen? Was it Cologne? Let's see, fifteen was in. It was Cologne. No, Cologne was at 57 that year. Um, hmm, Kendrick Maple. Was it Reese still? Might have been Reese. Might have been Might Reese. Have been Reese. I, th- I feel like it was Reese. I think it was Reese Humphrey. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you have uh, <laughs> great memories we have, huh? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is like, there's another way that's like this. But it's just like, man, I, f- I feel like you go a lot of different ways. I, I really do. So you got, um, just so I, I say them all, um, oh, you got Gross, you got Morrison, you got Graf, you got Garrett. Um, man, it really could, Tommy, it could, it could go any way. I, I don't really know yeah, how to pick this one. I mean, no, and it's those three classes where I'm, there's not a whole lot of hype around it. <laughs> I'm just being candid. But yeah, it's no, fun that's true. Way. I mean, if you want to say a weight class that we have the, I don't want to say the worst chance at, um, the worst chance at winning world medal, um, man, this is this has got to be one of them because you think about it, we won world medals at five weight classes last year. We won medals last year at, at um, 
57, we won a medal at 70, 74, um, 86, 97, and, and heavyweight. And then so then and then you go to well our, our world medals at 86 is now wrestling 92. David Taylor filled in at 86. He's you know people think he's gonna get a medal. And then Kyle Dake was behind Burroughs, and people think he's going to get a medal. So really, it's the the two least likely to get the medals here are definitely, absolutely, sixty one and then sixty five kg. Those are the two least likely. I'm I'm with you, man. So okay, um, okay, gun to your head. Who are you picking? I'm going to Sean. Okay, I'm going. To, I'm, I'm gonna be simple. I'm going to Sean also. All right, uh, 65 kg. You have Joey McKenna. Joey freaking McKenna is sitting yeah, out. Yeah, you know, the guy, the guy. Yeah, the I guy thought he wasn't an All American this year, Tommy. And the freaky guy is sitting out of the World Team Trials. You, don't, you didn't think what he had the, the fire, man. What the what? You didn't think he had the fire. You thought that. What uh, in the what freaking the heck, thing? Tommy? He had one bad loss to Tommy Thorne, and you wanted to sell him down the river. Tommy Thorne kicked his ass. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> and, and he's sitting out the world team trials. I was, like, trying I, to wrap my know, head around this one earlier. Like, I was going to be sitting out of the final X even then. Tommy, no one would have called that. There's anyone who says they called that. Listen, Joey McKinney didn't call that because Logan Steeper's kicking his butt every day in Columbus, Ohio. Right, right. He really didn't. I mean... Listen, I'm not in that room, but I don't got to be in that room to say Logan Steber kicks his butt damn near every day. Right. Not with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, it's mind-blowing. So, uh, I mean, you got to say, I guess Steber's probably the favorite to come to the mini tournament, although Ironman got the best of him. But so, they're, you know, they're doing the final two out of three at the trials. So, if those guys meet in the finals, which I think there's a decent likelihood of that, that – it is going to be it's going to be two out of three between Steber and Ironman. I agree with that, and that's going to. I mean, stylistically, you watch that. You watch the the Ironman Steber match, and you watch that match. I think that I do think Logan's going to win, but just stylistically, that that's a hard match for Logan, and I don't think it's going. I don't think he's going to go out there and say, "Oh, he caught me sleeping. Now I'm going to tech him." I think it's going to be a war. Yeah, because, I mean, Steber's going to shoot all day, and, and that's where Ironman does all of his best work. So it's it's one that's of those matchups right. that... Yeah. We're not geniuses here, but, you know, you put two and two together, that's what it sounds like. Well, there's some things in wrestling where it's like, you know, some people try to make things way too complex, and sometimes the answer is way more simple than anyone wants to admit. Um, no doubt about it. So Rutherford's sitting out. Another Spencer Lee-ish type situation. He was our guy last year. Um, frankly, he'd be our guy here again. I mean, he he's going to beat Joey McKenna. I'm I'm pretty sure in saying that, although I've been plenty wrong about Joey McKenna. Um, right. He's sitting out the year, going to wait till next year. So I say, I, as much as I want to pick Jay Nyerman, uh, I really and I really really do. I want to be a homer. Uh, I think Logan Steber gets him in the two out of three series, and I think Logan Steber, which I know we're not talking about final X, but I think Logan Steber gets Joey McKenna also. Right, right. Okay. Well, see. We'll see. All right, 70 kgs. So our man James Green, 
Um, is James Green is going to be sitting out until the uh, Final X. So um, Jason Chamberlain, who was the U.S. Open champion, will be sitting out the World Team Trials. So there will be a bunch of guys vying to wrestle him in the finals of the World Team Trials. Those guys being Kellen Russell, Kyle Rochelle, Jason, uh, I'm sorry, Hayden Hindley, Alec Pentaleo, uh, extra, 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 Frank Molinaro. I can't believe you called him Pantaleo again. Pantaleo, my bad. Okay, so you got... Who, who are you picking? Let's go. We're running out of time. Who do you pick here? Um, I mean, in the trials? Yes. Well, okay. Who do you pick to get to the finals against Jason Chamberlain of the trials? Oh, man. I don't know. Who do you got? Um... I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with an upset here, and I don't know how I don't know how this is gonna be seated. I, I really don't, I, uh, because it can be seated a few different ways. I got Molinaro versus Kyle Rochelle in the in the tournament finals. Molinaro beating Kyle Rochelle, wrestling Jason Chamberlain. Molinaro beating Chamberlain, and Molinaro wrestling James Green in Final X. You know, I think I I think. Yeah, I'll probably go. With, I'll probably go with Molinaro too. I mean, but Chamberlain so, did beat him, like you know. So, so he's got yeah, the no. one win. Yeah, and I think I think Molinaro. I mean, I think he went Virginia Tech, not better training, but to to move forward in his life. Yeah. So I don't. I'm sure he's training hard, but I don't know that he's, you know, grinding the axe the same way that he was, but. I think based on experience, I'll probably give it to Molinaro in into the final action, then James Green onto the team. Got it. Uh, okay, so Burrow's sitting out the final X. So you have Isaiah Martinez sitting out of the trials. Man, th- this field, I I don't want to be bad-mouthing people, but this field is not I think great. I'm, our, I'm our all the way. I don't know who's going to make uh, it out. Well, Nazar, Nazar is probably going to be the number one seed. So I'm our sitting out. Probably Nazar the number one seed in the mini tournament. Um, you know what? And he's great from the under overs. And so when you think about who's given Imar trouble, um, it's, it's people who can wrestle in that that same position that he can. And if you can't wrestle there, he kind of he kind of steamrolls you, as we saw at the U.S. Open. Um, yeah. So you know, I think it's been Nazar versus uh, Imar in the in the final two out of three at the trials. Um, and I, I'm very curious. Obviously, I'm coaching the Badger RTC right now, so I'm not going to pick against Nazar. But I, I'm very curious to see how this plays out because I think Nazar is going to be smart enough to really try to shut down and be and strong and, and not only smart enough, strong enough to be able to shut down Isaiah Martinez's um, underhook game. So this is going to be a, a really, really tight series. Who did so Nazar was injured at the Open, right? Well, he he, he had a small injury and he was wrestling at the Pan Ams one week later, and he was already qualified. So he yeah. said, you know, hey, I'm going to sit this one out and uh, gonna give myself yeah. a little rest and be my best at the Pan Ams. And then obviously, yeah, you know, be- for him, Tommy, it would have been way at the U.S. Open, one week later weighing at the Pan Ams, two weeks later weighing at Final X, I'm sorry, at Trials, and then three weeks later weighing at Final X. So that would have been four weigh-ins in six weeks. Right, right. So him sitting out wasn't the worst thing in the world. No doubt. Okay. 79, another weight class that's um, not... 
There's a little bit of hype on this, though. Who? I mean, I'm excited about this. Well, I think Derringer and Valencia. I'm I mean, excited I, I, for that, too. Aren't you? That's, I'm very That's excited. the finals. Okay, gun to your head. Who wins? Uh, uh, I'm going Valencia. Really? Wow. I like Valencia. I think... I I was I would have picked Deirdre anyways, but I was extra impressed with him at the uh, at the U.S. Open. Um, I just think he's a little too powerful for Valencia. We'll see. I could be wrong, but I I think that's how it's going to play out. That'll be a fun one. That's going to be a, that's going to be wild too. There'll be some action yeah. on that, and it's going to likely be a best two out of three. So we'll get to see that two or three times, which is fantastic. And I think Mark Hall sitting out. Um, of the trials process, even though he went to Pan Am's for the same reasons that we're talking about with Spencer Lee. It's just, hey, you know, when the season ends next March, you're going. You're you're going nonstop. I think yeah. that's why he's up. I think that's yeah. why he's sitting up. I mean, it's not a bad – and we're seeing that with a lot of the Penn State guys. Obviously, we're talking about Zane's out. Joseph's not wrestling. Nolf's not wrestling. Um, Mark Hall's not wrestling. And, and Bo Nickel, from what I hear, is not going to wrestle. I could be wrong on that. Um, so David Taylor's we're up to eighty six. David you know Taylor. What I heard about Bo Nickel, by the way. Well, I heard something. What'd you hear? I heard that him and um, what's the ninety seven pounder's name? Oh, Shakur. I heard they're switching. Oh well, that's not exactly what I heard, but I heard that I heard that Bo might go. not might go up, but I didn't hear that they're switching. Yeah, I heard. I heard that uh, Rashid's eighty four and Bo's ninety seven. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. So you well, heard I go up. I heard. I heard Rashid's gonna wrestle him off. Uh, Rashid did look small. He did, but I heard he's gonna wrestle him off. I, which I found interesting. That is interesting. He's gonna lose that match. Well, um, you would think. I think. I. I also think that Rashid going eighty four. I think you can you'll be able to follow this, Ben. But I think him going eighty four, he's I think he'll be worse at eighty four than he was at ninety seven. Why? Because he moves so well at ninety seven. Those guys don't move that well. Because he moves, because he moves so well at ninety seven. Um, he does have some glitches in his you know leg attack defense things yep. of that nature. He'll be less quick. He'll be less crafty. You know he got rewarded a lot at ninety seven for having a great wrestling intellect and. At 84, you know, you know, 80. There's a distinct difference in in how people wrestle from 84 to 97. I think I, you know yeah, that. I agree with you. And I think I I think he'll be I think he'll have a harder time in 84. Yes, agreed. Also, there we go. Um, although I would have to look through who's coming back at 84 to totally make a full comment on that. Um, but I I, I I agree with what you're I agree with what you're saying. The general point like, that. Like, what? I picture I picture Rashid against Miles Martin and I think it would be a bloodbath. Ooh. Well you did pick Miles Martin over Bo Nickel a whole bunch of times this year. I'm doing it again. <laughs> I'm doing it I again. I hope Miles red shirts. I don't think he's gonna. Okay. Um <laughs> All right. Um where the hell were we? David Taylor. Man, I don't think anyone's close to David Taylor at this weight class. No. Okay, 92. I also don't think anyone's close to Jaden Cox at 92. Well, they're close to him. They're just not going to beat him. Okay. They're, they're, they're close, but not. They're, they're close, but oh so far away. 
That's right. That's right. Is that fair? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Um, So we'll just, yeah, okay. Taylor Cox, boom. Uh, Heavyweight. Now, this is the fun one. So. um, Is Varner wrestling? Oh, I'm sorry. We also skipped Kyle Stetter. No one's that close to Kyle Stetter. Right. Is, Is Varner wrestling at the trials? As far as I know, he is. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So we got Gwiz sitting out. And we have Kuhn sitting out of the trials. And then Gable Stevenson is wrestling both the junior and the senior level trials. Wow, won't that be fun? Uh, I love it. Love it. I think Adam Kuhn is going to be your winner again facing Nick Gwizdowski. And I think I think Kuhn's going to struggle against Gwizdowski. Um, you know, I agree. I, generally speaking, I would agree. But don't you remember how close their match was a few years back? In the NCAA finals, and yeah, but I, I feel like Adam I remember the, take since down, then. the takedowns were decisive; they were convincing. You were they really? I said that's not how I remember. I remember. Now you're gonna make me rewatch it. Uh, no, I was. <laughs> I'm just googling it to make sure. Uh, Nick Wisdowski versus Adam Kuhn. I'm gonna look. Uh, you looking it up also right now? Yeah, let's look it up. Okay, I remember the takedowns being decided like six to two, right? No, I thought it was a lot. Closer. I thought it was seven six, seven five. Hold on, I'm trying to play. It. I'm trying to play on YouTube here. Okay, let's go. I'm going to third period. It's uh, it's six four in the third period. Thirty five seconds left. Coon's coming after him right now, Tommy. Oh, Coon in a low ankle shot, chasing Gwiz. Oh, he's got two. Tommy, it's 6-6 six to six right now. Third period, 23 seconds left. Gwizdowski is going to have to ride him out for 22 seconds to tie this up and send it to overtime. Oh, that was a nice shot. He chased it down, Tommy. I mean, nice shot for a heavyweight, of course. <laughs> All right, Gwizdowski on top, 20 seconds left. Trying to keep it up. Oh, for God's sakes, Kuhn, you rode it for four seconds. All right, seven six. <laughs> Coon's coming after him. Got the snap down. What's he gonna do? Oh, come on, Coon! You gotta shoot. He's running away. Oh, doesn't get to his leg. Three seconds. Two seconds. It's over. Gwizdowski wins seven six. <laughs> we just replayed a national final from years ago on our podcast. Boom! That was awesome. I I I gotta go back and watch this whole match, Tommy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so so it was close. That was 2015 uh, so NCAA Finals. Sweet. Let's do it. Coon versus Quiz. All right. Uh, you got anything else to say for yourself? No, man. I do want the freestyle folk style debate. We strategically chose to not do it until the trials process is in a little bit of a dead period, probably. Yeah. Well, I think we review. Have- I think. I think we review the trials next week. Okay. And then the week after that, we do the freestyle, folk style debate. That sounds fair, because then after that, then we're going to have Final X for three weeks in a row. Boom, Payow. Fantastic. All right, Tommy, have a great Bye, night. Man. And I will talk to you next week. Sayonara. Peace. You are listening to the T-Row and Funky Show, brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built.